0: The volume. Sports gambling with Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and exciting user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Easy to use, safe and secure. You get paid In as little as two hours. And how about this? It's incredibly fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in on FanDuel. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1 877 770 STOP, Louisiana 1 800 270 for confidential help, Michigan 1 877 8 Hope, New York or text Hope, New York 467 369, New York, Tennessee Redline 1 800 889 9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia. Welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever. I'm Alex Monaco, chilling with Live Moods, coming off a winning Tuesday. Live was dialed in. I thought I was smart taking the Warriors over the Wolves. And cat delivered again. How you feeling? Coming off multiple wins this week.
1: Yeah, feeling good. Um I, if there's one thing I learned since the last show, it's that you should never take a Trey young under just ever, ever, ever. (laughs) I know I talked about that and I know I said I was really nervous about that. Um, and I knew I was nervous for a good reason. I mean, it's Trey young we're talking about here. Uh, so I, you know, I I don't think I'll ever make that mistake again, but in my defense, the defense, you know, didn't really show up until the second half of that game. So the the Hawks were hanging in there. Honestly, I thought the Hawks were going to win that one. Um, But the second half, it was a completely different Celtics team and a completely different Celtics defense. So just don't take Trey Young's under. That's what I learned from last show. So moving forward, we won't make that mistake again.
0: 100%. All right, well, let's get into tonight's slate. Little opening lines. And we have some serious line movement in this Grizzly Celtics matchup. Makes me a little concerned here. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping Jaws playing because... It was Grizzlies minus three. I just refreshed on FanDuel. It's Grizzlies plus two and a half. So somebody's either not playing or something's fishy there. But right now, the Celtics are favored. Liv, what are you feeling in this highly anticipated interconference matchup?
1: Yeah. I mean, again, injuries. And that's what's really tough about betting the NBA. Uh, Late scratches will really hurt you. And if you see some suspicious line movement, obviously you're kind of wanting to stay away a little bit more. But this is the Grizzlies team that currently has the best uh, road record against the spread. They're 23 and nine on the road. Um, if John Morant plays, you already know how I feel about John Morant. Graduate plus 3,200 for the MVP. I am still rocking with that. Still sweating that out. Uh, if John Morant plays and he'll be guarded by, it'll be a face-off between point guards and Marcus Smart and John Morant. I don't see John Morant having that many issues in that situation. He's, he's small. He's quick. Um, he's electric. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see why the line moved the way that it did. I think because it did move and a lot of people are going, Hmm, I wonder what that's about. It makes me want to stay away. But, um, if that number, you know, if, if the Memphis Grizzlies become a big underdog in this one, if the line continues to move, I think I'd want to take them. I mean, like I said, on the road, they've got the best road record against the spread. So hard to want to fade them right now, but the line movement makes me want to avoid it.
0: Yeah, if Jaws out, it's probably a stay away. Let's assume he's playing, and I'm loving the two and a half. It's it's a great spot. I feel for the Grizzlies coming off two to three days rest. Live, they are an impressive ten and two with two to three days off. Celtics only nine and ten with a rest disadvantage. They're also only ten and eleven against the West this year. They've been playing great defense, but the Grizzlies. Top three in points in the paint. They get in the paint. They play real defense. And as you alluded to, best road record, best overall against the spread record. I just think with Jaw coming off two, he had a career high, and then he messed around and got another career high. I mean, literally a human highlight reel against the Spurs. Also, I just want to point out, because this cashed for me on my pod earlier this week, and I love it, if... The Grizzlies win their games. They typically win the half. They're one of the best first quarter and halftime bets in the entire association. They've won their last six half times of games they've won. So look out for that as a little double that's result. A great,
1: that's a great bet. Um, in a game like this, where you're kind of going, who are we going to see? I don't know if I feel comfortable with the spread because last season, uh, Memphis first half was my favorite bet to take. It was my favorite bet to take. I loved it. So, I'm glad that you told people about that because that's, that's, a, that's a good money maker.
0: Definitely. And, of course, with Jalen Brown, I mean, he rolled his ankle. He didn't even play the second, third, or fourth quarter last game. So his status is something to consider when looking at this game as well. But I think we're both in agreement. The Grizzlies with the points, if Jaws a go, yeah. and them continuing their nine and two. I call it the month of love in February <laughs> And can they keep it going in March Madness? But I love that we're on the the same side for that one.
1: Love it. All
0: right, let's talk Warriors on the road at the Mavs. They just danced a couple days ago. We talked about it. It was a historic L for the Warriors. They had won 62 straight games, leading by 20-plus. They blow a late third-quarter lead. Mavs come out of nowhere, catch a W. Right now, the Warriors are the slight... They, oh, excuse me, the slight underdog at plus two right now. Mavs slight favorite at minus two on FanDuel money line. Plus 104 for the Warriors, minus 122 for the Mavs. What are you feeling for this one?
1: I mean, it's really hard to want to side with the Warriors here just based off of the last matchup between these two teams. But I'm also sitting here thinking this is a great spot for them to want revenge Um, I think that was a brutal way to lose that game. And they're not going to let that happen again. But unfortunately for them, they're 13, 14 and two on the road against the spread. So I'm not loving that spot for them, especially because this Mavs team, and I'm going to be honest, I I'm basically talking to myself here. When I say this, I'm not giving enough credit to this Mavs team. I'm not because they have been strong, both offensively and defensively this season. And I really haven't given them the respect or praise that they deserve. And I think it's because last season wasn't all that impressed by them. They kind of, I felt like they put a lot of pressure on Luca to do a lot of the work. So when he was out, they were just unimpressive all around. Um, this season is a different story for me. I really feel like this Mavs team is, is doing uh, great things. And they cover 53.3% of their home games against the spread. So it's tough. If this is really tough because the storylines making me feel like the Warriors are coming back. They're not going to let that happen again. They're out for blood. It's a revenge game for them. But at the same time, I'm going, no Draymond Green. The Mavs right now are the stronger team to me. So I think I'm going to ride with the Mavs here. I think I'm going to ride with the Mavs here because I just defensively, offensively, they're stronger. The Warriors aren't great on the road against the spread. And I think without Draymond Green, they're just just struggling.
0: It's such a tough call, Liv. I mean, the Mavs are... 5-0 Five and zero in their last five covering the Warriors are one and seven in their last eight, co- not covering. Right. Also head to head the Mavs are ten and three against the spread in the last thirteen against Golden State. That is a whopping, whopping number there in terms of.
1: And now you take away Draymond Green, like I don't like.
0: I know, Green. I know. I, I'm just I can't what I can't get over. So again, I'm I'm with you on feeling like the Mavs are the right play, but sometimes in the NBA you have to do what doesn't make any sense. And I can't get over the fact because I watched that Warriors-Mavs game. They were dominating them. And it's weird. It's like a two-goal soccer lead. They were ahead too much too early, and it's like a kiss of death. They just let the, the mojo go, and the next thing you know, the Mavs are in it, crawling their way back. I mean, the Mavs play excellent defense. Warriors yeah, yeah. do too. All signs point to Mavs here. I think – to your point of out for blood I'm just I'm gonna go with the Warriors plus two I feel terrible I feel sick I'm not even hungry for lunch that's how upset I am about <laughs> taking this
1: True, you sometimes have to ride with that storyline and that's the whole reason I brought it up it's like when I'm betting a player prop and I'm like oh he hasn't been that consistent lately but he's in a good spot to score well and he's facing his old team that right there. I'm like, ding, ding, ding. We have a winner It, it that storyline really does matter a lot of the time. So as much as it makes you sit, I do think that it's, it might, you might be onto something here with that, with that revenge game, honestly.
0: It's if the Mavs win, they should win. So you're, I think you're on the right side. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be tricky here. And, and we have another one that is another just, uh, absolute gut wrenching decision for me because I'm emotionally invested in the Lakers, my favorite team, born and raised. The Lakers in a absolute must win live against the Clippers. Another close line, plus two and a half. We're picking three virtual pickums in the NBA here. Just a couple points with all three of these spreads. Lakers have been terrible, and the Clippers have been excellent as far as against the spread goes. Are you leaning Clippers minus two and a half? Or are you going to go with the Lakers plus two and a half at the crypto arena?
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole home and away thing doesn't really apply in this game, uh, which kind of makes it tough. You know, obviously travel plays a big role in, in teams and, and road records and home work records are obviously very important when you're handicapping these games. Uh, I can't back the Lakers right now. I just can't. I, I can't get behind a team. Who's point guard, who's facilitating the offense, is the most inconsistent person right now um, in the league. I mean, you've got moments from Russell Westbrook where you're like, ah, there he is. And then you've got moments where you're just like, what in the world is happening? And I said this a few shows back. There's only so much LeBron James can do on his own. And that's the reality. And with an injured AD, this Lakers team, I just can't put my money on them. And okay, I have to actually talk about this because. I made a TikTok and I really was joking, but woo, I will never make this joke again. I said, um, there's a sound that's like calling people delusional. And the, the writing on my TikTok said, um, the Lakers aren't LA's team anymore. And
0: oh, LeBron wow. fanboys
1: came from every crevice of this earth. And were like, are you insane? Now it was seriously a joke. Um, And I was just trying to kind of, you know, add a little fuel to the fire because they just got absolutely whooped by the Clippers. But I have to say the Clippers dominate the Lakers when they face off and they have for a while. So it's not like this super far-fetched statement. I mean, the Clippers play very well against the Lakers. And so I just had to bring that up because I definitely caused a little bit of a riot um, on that TikTok for sure. But I can't back the Lakers right now. I just can't. I think that they've, believe it or not, as many times as I've been burned by Reggie Jackson, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I do think in this game, he's the stronger point guard. Um, And again, LeBron James can't win this game by himself. Now, if you get a Carmelo Anthony, the top from the three, which is very possible, uh, they could probably hang in this game, but I can't back them right now. I just, and if I take this L and the Lakers win, that's fine, but I just don't feel right putting my money on the Lakers at this moment because they're not impressing me at all, offensively or defensively.
0: Yeah. It's very tough to back them. They are, they had a sick backdoor cover. Uh, we were on the Mavs minus five and a half. Right. And that's just the benefit to those listening to get in on lines early sometimes. Cause that opened at Mavs minus three and a half. LeBron yams a meaningless dunk at the end and they cover sick, but <laughs> I liked, I liked their effort last game. I, again, I'm, I'm letting everyone know out there. I'm betting emotionally on this one. I'm, staring at six straight Clippers wins against the Lakers. I am staring at the Clippers six and one in their last seven against the spread Lakers two and five. This is a absolute terrible, terrible decision for me to emotionally make. But I looked at that game. I watched the whole game. 17 lead changes live 11 ties. You had Carmel Anthony with a chance to to hit on a go ahead jumper LeBron missed a game, tying three at the buzzer. That game could have went either way. And the Lakers were up at the very end. It is one of these games. I mean, that was 105-102. This is two and a half for the Lakers. I just, I saw LeBron at the podium. They've been having terrible, abysmal press conferences. But LeBron was kind of tested, kind of poked and prodded, saying, look, we still have games. I'm not giving up. They have to win this game. They have to. They do. Again, a terrible, terrible emotional decision. You typically want to fade yourself with the sports book. I'm doing two emotional, two tough calls here, taking the Warriors and the Lakers. But I got to take these two and a half and hopefully take it to the bank.
1: Listen, you might, again, it's, it's, I that's why I said I'm okay with this L if I take it. Um, but I just personally cannot back the Lakers right now. So it's just, if they prove me wrong tonight, I would be okay with that because I do, you know, I want to see them do better so that the West has some competition. You know, I'd love to see that, but I haven't seen that yet. So until then fade train, but for your sake, if I lose and you win, I won't be that upset because I'm waiting for them to have their moment. So hopefully it's soon.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We got, we got good vibes on the show. All right. Let's, let's switch to player props. You're, you're great at these. I'm, I'm torn on this first one, Liv. Jaw is at 30.5 on FanDuel. That is a high over-under, but he has had back-to-back career highs. So are you feeling that's too high, too low, or just right against the Cs? Uh,
1: as much as I love Ja Moran as, and as much as I am rooting for him, especially with this MVP bet that I've got rocking with, uh, it's too high. I just think when you're facing a Celtics defense like you're, he's going to be facing tonight, they're watching. They see John Morant highlights all over the place that he is going to be their number one priority. Um, you've got guys like Desmond Bain that have just not been playing well. Uh, so you're not super worried about him in that shooting guard position. Your main priority needs to be get John Morant under control. And and genuinely it's hard because the last time I took an under on a point guard against the Celtics, I absolutely regretted that a hundred percent, but 30 and a half that's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. And John Moran is great. And I have no doubt that he is, that he is capable of scoring 30 and a half. Like you said, career highs on back-to-back games, he's playing out of his mind, but the Celtics defense is just, it's too good. And it's been too good consistently, uh, that I just don't know if I want to take the star player at 30 and a half. Um, so it does feel a little high to me.
0: It's definitely too high considering his average in 27, but I'm, I'm going to hammer the over here. I am going with your John Moran MVP ticket. Uh I'm I'm riding with this. Look, let me just throw these stats out here. He had 13 straight points in the fourth quarter against the Spurs. He made 22 shots in that game, a Memphis franchise record. He hit all four of his threes. And to your point of how they guarded Trey, with two to three days off for a young lad, young spry lad like Jaw, I think that bodes beautifully for us. I think it's too high, but given 52 and 46 in the last 10 days, I got to go over here. I, I have to do it, but I am with you on a little high by fan duel.
1: And how despicable of me who's wanting him as MVP, who is literally the biggest fan girl of Ja Morant to be not wanting to take his over tonight. I just think If the Celtics are smart, which I do think they are smart and well coached, you've got to clamp down on a guy like John Morant, or you are in for a world of pain. And this is going to be a long game. So I'm, I'm making the assumption that there's going to be some smart basketball tonight, but again, we didn't see a good Celtics defense until the second half against the Hawks. So the over it's again, an over for John Morant never really scares me. Um, The under scares me a whole lot more, but I'm trying to put myself in the position of the Celtics team and go, they have got to get him under control or it's going to be a long night. So who knows? Who knows?
0: All right, let's move on to Luca here. 30.5 for tonight, too high, too low, or just right against the dubs.
1: I mean, he had what? 34 last game against the Warriors. So it doesn't feel all that high. I mean, I'm looking at his numbers now, and this is a guy that's averaging 27.5 points per game. So you could argue it's maybe a little high. Um, But because he has such a strong role on this Mavericks offense, and he's facing a team that he just faced and just scored 34 points against, we know that he's able to score when he's facing the Warriors. Um, So maybe a little high just based off of his points per game. But I would feel comfortable taking it over in this spot, just considering it is going to be a tough brawl between point guards. I have a feeling. And again, we see Luca kind of in the point guard role, but kind of playing the shooting guard. It's, it's a very weird position, but um, yeah, I mean, maybe a little too high, but I think taking the over is not a bad move.
0: Yeah. I'm completely with you on that a little high, but 34 last game. 45, 49, 51, three of his last 10 outings. He this is the same feeling I have that you have with Trey. It's like I, I think it's a little high because it's a revenge bounce back spot for the Warriors. They're gonna tighten up their D. They do play good D, but it, it's a mismatch right now with who you're putting on, on Luca right now with no clay in the lineup. I think Clay would probably be your best defender to cover him. It's you got Gary Payton the second. I mean, Steph is, is not even, it's worth trying to cover Luca. It's, it's a very tough mismatch. So I'm with you on a little high, but I'm going to go over as well in hopes that he goes off, but the Warriors win. Another contradictory statement, but we were right doing this in the Hawks-Celtics last t- or Tuesday. So hopefully we're right again on this.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: All right, we got LeBron sitting at 29 and a half tonight. Live too high, too low, or just right against the Clips.
1: Um, you know, this is an interesting one and LeBron James is absolutely capable of scoring 30 points in any given matchup. Um, but well, I mean, last game, I guess we kind of saw him in the center position because there was no Dwight Howard. I'm assuming Dwight Howard is coming back. Um, so his position will probably be a little bit more of the scoring and a little bit less of like the rebounding and such. Um, this does feel a little high to me though. Uh, he had 21 points the last time that he played the Clippers. Um, again, I think this is a matchup where the Clippers are going into this with the mindset of stop LeBron James, because he's kind of all they've got right now. You're you're not really super worried about Russell Westbrook scoring points. Um, so AD is not playing, uh, LeBron James is kind of that guy that you want to get under control, especially on defense. So the fact that he scored 21 last game and he's averaging 28.9 points per game, The 28.9 points per game, obviously, uh, you know, it makes a little bit more sense for this 29 and a half, but having scored only 21 points last game, I do think it's a little high. Um, Yeah. I I don't know if I would take this over. I I just don't, again, I don't know this Lakers team is just so hard to get a read on, that I don't think I feel comfortable taking the over. um, And it does feel just a teensy bit high for me.
0: It is high. It is high. I'm, I'm almost, perplexed why it is so high from FanDuel. I'm wondering if they listen to the press conference too. And they're like, you know what, this is, this is a gut check game. I think, I think he goes off for 30 plus here. I mean, he's hit 30 and three of his last six. He did only have 21 against the Clippers, which I hate, but you made a great observation with him playing more of that role with Dwight being out. So if he can just get into scoring mode and They have to win this game. It's also a nationally televised game, for what it's worth. You know these NBA guys; they know when when Chuck and the gang is watching. So I'm going to go over. I do think it's too high. I'm feeling a 30 piece from LeBron for tonight, though. Okay, I like it. All right, let's wrap it up with Chef Curry here. 20, (laughs) 25 and a half tonight. Too high, too low, or just right against the. I mean.
1: Is the number ever really too high for Steph Curry? I mean, I, I don't ever super worry about him from a scoring perspective. Um, he did have so he had 27 when he played the Mavs last game. Um, here's my only worry uh, about this number or about his scoring role tonight. Um, I don't think the number is too high. Uh, I actually think it's probably just right. This is like the one number that we've talked about that I think is just right. Um, however reports are saying that clay thompson will be in playing in this game but he didn't play in the last game let's go so i worry about less offensive less of an offensive role for steph if clay is in um which is not a bad thing for the warriors i mean if clay's putting points on the board it doesn't matter who it doesn't matter who's getting them as long as they're scoring happening so I think the number is just right, but I worry that his offensive role is going to be a little less if Clay Thompson returns in this game. Because if Clay Thompson gets hot from the three, the Mavs have something to worry about here. So, and I don't think Clay played against the Mavs last game, did he? Was he out? No,
0: he's been out for a little bit here.
1: Right, and I'm, I'm looking, and I don't want to be, I don't want to say something that's not correct, but this thing is saying expects to play Thursday. So if that's the case, I think the Mavs should be a little nervous. Um, and I also think that Steph's offensive role will look a little differently in this matchup than it did in the last one. And considering he only scored, I say only, but considering he scored 27 last game, I do think the number's just right, but I don't know if I would bet the over just with Clay Thompson returning.
0: Well, on that note, if Clay is back, I might have to go under on Luka 30 and a half now. I do think that is definitely making me look a, look at the painting a little differently if yeah, he's dancing. Makes me love plus two a little more, though that's for sure. I, I think excellent thought, though. If if Clay's in, that's why it's at 25 and a half. It uh, you pointed out last show, FanDuel, amongst other sports books, very rarely wrong with where they put these numbers at, often comes down the hook. It's scary 27 how against him. they are. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to say over because I, I think the numbers just right. If Clay's in, it's almost a little low if he's not. But because he's in, that makes a little more sense. 27 against him, 34 against the, the Wolves in the last two. I think coming off the All Star game where he put up 16 3, he's just, he's cooking. He's back. And again, I think extra motivation tonight you saw frustration in him at the end of that game against the Mavericks that they lost. He was trying to the very end. So I'm liking him over tonight and I'm feeling a, a Warriors W let's hope clay brings the good vibes and we get those splash brothers cook.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Clay Thompson returning. And I didn't know that when we first uh, started filming the show, but if Clay Thompson is playing tonight, I definitely think that it's, it's worth taking a look at that Warriors team um, because he, he definitely plays a very large role with them so I'm interested to see if he actually plays and if he does I think the Mavs should be a little nervous this time around
0: without question well another phenomenal show yes awesome. and I'm I'm excited I'm excited to see how we do for Liv am Alex we're back next Tuesday volume sports YouTube channel make sure to check us out on the best game we show ever